Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. They're watching you learn the hard way. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Goosebumps, The Haunted School. And it's me, Kelly. Uh, welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast where we discuss YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and today... I am joined by a special guest co-host. Uh, unfortunately, Lindsay, Lindsay could not be here today. Uh, much love to you, Lindsay Katai. May you uh, blossom wherever you are. That makes it sound like she's not doing the show with me anymore. She is doing the show with me. This is a one-time <laughs> situation. I am joined by my guest co-host, director, filmmaker, Omar Najam is here. Hi, how's it going? Oh, great. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you so much for agreeing to um, uh, be a guest co-host. It's a hefty burden. Uh, uh, you guys make it easy. Mm. <laughs> we make it easy by me texting you and telling you. <laughs> I feel very prepared. Uh, and the source material, let me tell you. Ooh. Uh, uh, everything a, a guest co-host could dream <laughs> jumping in on. Um, extremely surface level. Uh, <laughs> a children's romp. Yeah. Um, the haunted school, man. Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was so happy to be invited for this episode because I'm a huge Goosebumps fan in both, in all the iterations nice. of the media uh, of every Goosebumps related thing. And then uh, my uh, uh, media creator partner, Mia, and I, when we were running Two Broke Geeks, mm. with Geek and Sundry, we threw a Goosebumps party. And nice. I was like, I like a, a cheap one for being a broke geek. And Arl Stein like, found out about it. And cool. that was at the time. Like when you first moved to LA and like yeah. Arl Stein likes your tweet, you're like, I've made it. Yes. <laughs> uh, we are living that life now. Chris, Chris, Christopher Pike has been like that is tweeting awesome. at us and we're like, oh my God, wait. <laughs> that is really cool though. I heard Arl Stein is like a mixed bag. Like sometimes he's like cool and sometimes he's grumpy. Um, did did he seem uh, thrilled that you were throwing this party? I think it was something like he said, uh, this is awesome. Nice. Which is great. Yeah, it was, it was like praise. a thumbs up. Yeah. Good. So nice. it was great. It was a wonderful feeling. It was a wonderful it's feeling. It's a wonderful life. Is that a song? Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, by Ace of Base? I, no. Yeah, I think it is Ace of Base. 
it was on this mixtape, and I forget exactly which mixtape it is, or like mm-hmm. a, a compilation CD that I listened to a lot in the summer. And it was one of those like before Lana Del Rey's "Summertime Sadness" was a thing. <laughs> it's like that's how I felt, but it was like still like '90s upbeat. So it's like also that song, like "Where Do You Go." Oh my god! And that was like so. I just like played that laying what on my back, that? staring at the go? summer night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah. Uh. I'm imagining it. And it all ties into, because like, uh, Goosebumps was a series that would come on during the summer, I believe. I don't think it was during the school year, if I remember. Or I just watched the reruns during the summer. Mm. But I'd watch, like, I'd crank Goosebumps episodes during nice. the summer as a kid. So it's just listening to pop music and <laughs> watching Goosebumps. Cool. Uh, our, uh, Stephen Ray Morris was telling me, uh, or telling us that, um, I think, is Goosebumps still available on Netflix? I believe so. I believe it's still available. Yeah. That seems like something that if I were to throw it on, uh, my blood pressure would drop. I would feel comfortable. Yep. Feel it's relaxed. A safe, it's a safe experience. Yeah. There are certain shows for me, uh, My Little Pony. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, Charmed. Oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. San Francisco Witches. How could you go yeah. wrong? It's just, and, like, and Charmed specifically is one of those shows now that where I, if I rewatch it, I'm like, huh, this is like Buffy. Yeah. At the time, I was, like, real into it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's, like, not, like, an archetype thing. You're just, mm. like, at the time you're watching, you're, like, this is a life. Yeah. Like, I'm watching people live. <laughs> it is. Because you totally, like, I, I was just, like, I think I need to move to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that they can afford to live in town. I mean, it makes sense later because they're just, like, we have magic. So we can right, 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 right. But it's, like, yeah, they're, like, waiting tables and stuff. They're, like, we just have a house in San Francisco. It's, like, beautiful, huge house that they yep. inherited. <laughs> I, it's not fair. No, but I guess it is because someone had to pass away for that. Right. As uh, long as they pay the inheritance tax. Price to pay. Yeah. Well, that's what they're that's what they're making that money for. Right. The right. inheritance tax payment. <laughs> yeah, <that's what laughs> and to pay those lawyers. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Legal fees. Lots Sad. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Should I read the back of this book? Oh, please. Just please. to set the stage. He's hearing voices from another world. Tommy Fraser's dad just got married. Now, Tommy's got a new mom. And he's going to a new school, Bell Valley Middle School. Tommy doesn't hate school, but it's hard making friends. And his new school is so big, it's easy to get lost. Which is exactly what happens. Tommy gets lost. Lost in a maze of empty classrooms. And that's when he hears the voices. Kids' voices crying for help. Voices coming from behind the classroom walls. No, I yeah, no. I completely just... Dis- First of all, the mom thing. Okay. Why even bring <laughs> up the mom? It's like it comes up a bunch and he's like it really does. concerned about it. He's he's like, I'll never see my new mom. And I'm like, we have no interest in your new mom. Yeah. We have no reason to care about your new mom. I don't know. There's no if someone told like if we wrap this up and then we walked outside and someone's like, by the way, there was no mom. Like someone's like, I just got, you know, I just mm-hmm. want to, you know, like in the first draft, there's no such thing as the mom. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Like it felt like an afterthought. Because it's, it's like literally just jammed in there where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, he's this new mom. Uh, it's yeah, it's it reminds me of like in um, Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. There's like an episode where it's like and not to mention that gorilla and they keep dropping it like mm-hmm. this gorilla reference because it's mm-hmm. going to build up to something. It never like but this isn't this that doesn't build up. It, it, it Nothing it happens d- with the mom. It's, nothing happens with the mom. And that's what I kept thinking, too. Like maybe the mom has something to do with why the, the school's haunted. And then also the principal i was like maybe the principal's like involved somehow because she was acting weird about the secret room kind of 
she's got a lot going on, right? Like I right. suspect. I'm sorry. I don't know if this is a lot to come in hot with. No, nope. I suspect. I'm wondering if you have the same theory as let's I do. Let's say it at the same time. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. She's one of the kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Close. Okay. Wait. We can resolve this. Okay. She's an alcoholic because she was one of the kids and she, she escaped. Was... <gasps> and so that's why the peppermint's on her breath all the time. Oh, my God. Because she's trying to hide it. It's be- Oh, wow. She drinks she... in that room because she misses her classmates. She schnapps up. She, she's, oh, right. She's drinking peppermint schnapps. She schnapps up because she was late to Mr. Chameleon's photo shoot. Okay, really quick. I have. I, I don't mean to jump around all no, over no, the place. No, 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 please, please, please. But I have a little bit of a, there's a little thorn on my mm-hmm. side. Uh, these children are liars. Yeah. And the reason they're like, well, no, they're all, everything is a lie in this book. <laughs> and this is like the being John Malkovich. Yes. Like, described by someone who's never seen being John Malkovich <laughs> uh, of Goosebump books. They say, uh, they're like, wait, you don't have color? It's like, yeah, because we didn't have color photographs in the 1940s. That's not, That's not true. true. That's not true. That's not true. Who told them that? Well, maybe, so, okay. Maybe they were like, we didn't take school. School pictures in color because, like, in the yearbooks, they couldn't afford it or something. That would have totally. I would have been like, okay, yeah, sure. but they were like, we they don't insisted. have that. It's the 1940s. I'm like, yeah, it's World War II. Chill out. Like, we have movies that have color. Like, you can't lie to me about this. Well, like, do you remember the movie Wizard of Oz? <laughs> How like a big thing was it going from black and white to color? <laughs> it's like they're talking about like. Oh, yeah, we don't have radio. And you're like, no, yeah, you for sure you have for radio. You sure do, because there's like a wide swath of media from that time that is radio. Yeah, <laughs> we know, like, we know this is not. It like, was, I know. And the, like, I think there was a lot of lying in this book, like, both by the author and the characters. Yeah. Because, again, I mean, we don't have as many bullshit cliffhangers as we usually do in a Goosebumps book. This yeah. is not as bad as, like, uh, Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. No, no. Um, I think, or even um, Deep Trouble has a lot of them too. Oh, good, nice pull. <laughs> I don't remember Deep Trouble well well enough. I remember the cover though. Isn't there a scary fish on the front? Yeah, I believe yeah. it's a shark. Oh, I think it's a shark. Classic scary fish. Classic scary. It's like, <laughs> hey, we need a, a scary fish. Uh, pitch me some ideas. How about shark? Great. How uh, Stevenson? What do you got? Um, puffer fish? No, Stevenson. Not scary enough. Here's a box. <laughs> Collect your things. You gotta go. <laughs> shark was the answer we were looking for, Stevenson. Good luck in your next. We'll write you a letter of rec, but it won't be glowing why don't you write a well you write a letter i'll just sign it <laughs> yeah i don't have time honestly stevenson this is taking up more time than i'm uh, like. oh my god stevenson <laughs> why are we still talking? why are you still here <laughs> he's like salmon get <laughs> out still going get out <laughs> um yeah so there was and there was a, a a bullshit cliffhanger that kind of bugged me in this book which was when uh and it's a classic yeah classic arlstein which is a person Feels they're being pushed. Yeah. Turn the page. Except I wasn't being pushed. I was being turned around. And it yeah. was this person. That's my friend. I, um, let's see. How can I pitch myself in this moment? <laughs> it's the question I ask myself in my mind every single time I open my mouth. I, um, for fun, for Halloween a few years ago, back in college, uh, a group of us shot three um, fake Goosebumps episodes. That's amazing. And the best part was the act breaks. And mm. for us, it was only, well, I guess there's probably only three for the actual TV shows. But it was that where it's like, what do you fade out on that 
is seems scary and is instantly negated. I would be, I, so I guess for this, it would be like hands on the shoulders. Yep. Ah, ah fade, out. fade out. And then just continuing the turn when you yep. come back. And they're being like, oh. Hi, I'm your principal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's me, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, let's like provide a loose framework because the back, the back of the book is a lie. Yeah, sorry. Um, so Tommy. Yes. Is uh, at... He's a new boy at school. And I think this is something I feel like we see a lot in Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, Which is a scary thing, not knowing people. Yes. That's a genuinely scary and, thing. And, I mean, I was noticing there were multiple times that R.L. Stein is really good at figuring out how to relate to kids that don't feel like they can fit in, which is everybody. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, in the part where, like, the teacher, like, leaves the room for something. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be something, but it wasn't. No. He just, like, straight up leaves the classroom for a note or something. And all the kids are, like, you know, having fun. They're yep. all, like, dancing. Like, they're going nuts. And he – and our character, Tommy, is, like, tapping his hand on the table, pretending to have fun, but secretly hoping that the teacher will come back so that way there will be structure and yeah. he won't feel lonely. And I was like, damn, that's, like, real. Deep. That's a yeah. real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and I feel like this is, of the books that we have covered so far uh, on this podcast, uh, of the Goosebumps books, um, this is one of the, like, one of my preferred ones. Mm -hmm. um, Because Tommy is, like, less of a, like, kid detective type of character. Yeah. And more of a, just, like, a kid. He's definitely not a detective. No, he's very stupid. In any regard. He's very, very, very stupid. Like the fact that he thinks, I we're skipping around so much, but the fact that he thinks that one of the gray kids that escaped is fucking G G Greta. G yeah, what is her Greta, name? Greta, I believe it's Greta. Yeah, where I was like, no. So can we for um, uh, just to really kind of um align this in our brains? Mm -hmm. I guess without tr I'm gonna really try to refrain from commentary. Okay, let's just say what. Can happens? we just try to beat by beat? This, uh, 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 like Lars von Trier <laughs> <laughs> plot that occurs. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tommy is new at school. Yes. Uh, um, decorating for a dance. Oh, right. He, which he signed up to, um, be on the dance committee because he thought that would be an easy way to, to meet, meet new people. Yeah. And he does. He meets two people. Yes. Uh, one of them is a joke, joking joke person. Oh, right. One of them is like a, Comic relief -y type yeah. guy, Ben, right? His name is Ben. Yeah, I believe so. A lot of names get thrown at you. Uh, uh, and then one is Thalia. Thalia, which dope, dope name. Dude, really great name. Okay, yeah. no commentary. Oh, right. Sorry, okay, sorry, okay, sorry. Okay, okay, yeah, okay yeah. so one okay. is Thalia. Thalia. And, Period. Um, and so uh, Ben makes a lot of jokes. Mm -hmm. Thalia, uh, people think she's shallow because she applies with makeup a lot. Right. And she is made fun of a lot um, and bullied. Yes. Um. Our hero, Tommy, yes. is clumsy. Yes. He falls down a lot. He hits he his head. He hits his head a lot. He runs into, while he's going to go get paint, because they're out of red paint, or they didn't have red paint, or they needed black paint. They, they had Rondo. black paint. They, they needed, needed red, red paint, paint. For the banners. For the banners. Um, because uh, the banners, one was, welcome everyone. Yeah. But it had previously been. It was like a joke that Ben was making. Yeah, it was like. School sucks or something like that. And then the <laughs> yeah. and then the teacher or the principal, yeah, who is nice, yes, short, 
and smells like peppermint. Yes. Says, you can't do that. You have to do like a serious one. I'm like, okay, I know that we said no commentary. I'm going to quick parenthetical. Okay, sure, sure, sure. That we're definitely going to get back to. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I, uh, you're so right because she's described as the same height. I know. She's I know. She's the same as height the as same Tommy. Height as, that's so, okay. Okay, back, 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 Okay, so Tommy, or so they are tasked with decorating and kind of like planning the dance. Yes. And it's three of them. Mm-hmm. No commentary. Okay. <laughs> so uh, uh, they're making these big banners and they're painting in the black paint. And Thalia says, hey, I thought I told you to get the red paint. And Ben's like, ah, crap, I didn't do it. Yeah. So they said, or so Ben or Tommy volunteers. He's like, I'm going to go get it. Yep. Barrels. S- sprints through. After he has fallen off of a ladder, which. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. No commentary. No commentary. No commentary. He. He falls off a ladder, hits his head on the ground, yeah. jumps up, and is like, I'm going to go get the paint. Yep. Sprints out, barrels through the do- double doors. And hits Greta, this character that we've just met. Right. She's wearing all black, has gray eyes, and white blonde hair. Yep. And is reminds him of a WWE wrestler and is scary. Yes. And she... um. Is mean. She's mean. Yeah. And then he asks her, like, what are you going to do to me? And then she's like, walk home. And he's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. They part ways. So then she goes. She leaves. Then he goes upstairs to go get this paint. But it's right, because kinda... it's on the third floor. The, yeah. The art room is on the third floor. This school is very big. It's very big and very labyrinthine. It's very yeah. hard for them to find their way around. So he makes his way up, and then he sees this room that looks kind of weird, and there's, like, people in there. And he's confused, and he goes up, and then they're, sta- they're not really people. They're statues. Yes. And, and even though he'd heard voices. Right. So he follows the voices to a room because he with has statues. the paint now. He yeah. has the paint. He's holding it the whole time. Yeah. And he notices that the statues are wearing clothes. Yes. And they have wigs. And because <laughs> he pulls at one of them <laughs> and he pulls it off. Again, no commentary yet. But he pulls off the wig. <laughs> he just does it. He just does it. Like, and it's off. And he just leaves it off. So Peppermint Patty Principal. Oh, yes. Comes up. Yeah. And she's she explains. Well, she doesn't really explain. She alludes to something. Right. Well, so at first she's like, what are you doing in here? Yeah. And he's like, I got lost. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's what happens. Yeah. And she's like, I get it. This is a very, this is a sad room. She says, I remember that line. She says, this is a sad room. And he's like, what? And she's like, she tells him, right? She's like, the kids disappeared. So, yeah, something happened to the kids in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. It's 1947 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the parents... They were the first class ever. The first class of this school, which started in 1947. Mm-hmm. And so the parents were so sad that they shut down the school. And then they... No commentary. No commentary, no commentary. They built a they school just... around the school. <laughs> Why did they... Okay. Yeah, so, right, no commentary, okay, no commentary. Yeah. But they just... <laughs> they just put plywood around the doors and windows of the old school yeah. and build a another school, school <laughs> around and don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. There's just a school now around the old school. Yeah. In some way, we're not even really sure how. No, we're not sure exactly the physics or mechanics of the double school situation, but <laughs> But there's a school. There's in a, school. a school inside of a school. So anyway, we're done with that. Fast forward mm-hmm. a week. Yeah, right? yeah. No, it, it's we, just like we time don't dash. worry about that. Jump to a week later. We're in class. Mm-hmm. Greta is picking on. Uh, oh God, Thelia. Thelia's Thelia, because like the students are being rowdy, and she yes. gets hold of her lipstick. Right, and Thelia is constantly 
applying lipstick, eyeshadow, um, foundation, foundation, blush. Like she's constantly putting it on. And Thalia takes her lipstick. Yeah. Or no, Greta takes her lipstick. I'm sorry. Yes, Greta. And then there's like a fight going on and Tommy's like, this will be my chance to be hero, Tommy, Tommy hero boy. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, give it back. Mm -hmm. And then does he fight Greta or? Well, so the, the, the climax of the fight is uh, Tommy grabs the hand that Greta is holding. That's right. The lipstick in. And then the teacher comes in and says, what are you doing? Yeah. And so now they all have to sit down. And they all have to sit down and be calm. And then and uh, they read. Thelia's got her lipstick back. She's got it back. Yeah. And while they're reading and being quiet, Tommy hears voices. Yes. And he's like, do you guys hear that? And everyone's like, you're crazy. And yeah. he's like, yo, but like, really? Do There's you hear it? There's a girl it? saying, I, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. And everyone's like, please stop. And they're just like, okay, okay. And then uh, the teachers, this is not important and it's not commentary. I'm just <laughs> reporting the facts. And the teacher says, you're too young to start hearing voices. <laughs> And then everyone doesn't respond. <laughs> That's it. It's like, okay. So then uh, it's the night of the dance now. Yeah, yeah. Cut to night of the dance. Um, Peppermint Patty principal walks out dressed okay. up to the nines. Okay, okay. No commentary, no commentary. No commentary. She's wearing a tiara. Yeah. No, commentary, no, no commentary, no commentary. She's wearing a sparkling red dress. She's Yeah, no commentary. <laughs> and she asks, what is it? Like, can you guys go? She sends them on a task. Mm-hmm. Him and Ben. She says, we need tape from the art room. That's right. You have to go to the art room. And then... Because there is a band. Because Greta's band broke the banner. Yeah. on Kind of on purpose. Yeah. So they're warming up and it's six guitarists and a drummer. Yeah. No commentary. No commentary. No commentary. <laughs> Greta's the drummer. Yeah. Uh, and then they're dueling with their guitars yeah and one of them swings the guitar and it breaks welcome the welcome everyone banner and tommy goes no and And runs at yeah and (laughs) they was like we have to tape it and they're like well we don't have any tape and then the principal's like go up to the art room and get it yeah and then you can totally just get it it'll be fine yeah she's like go up there so they go god and now we're halfway i remember this thing around halfway where i was like oh okay this is where some twists and turns come yes. about. Because um, they find an elevator and they go in it. Well, so first, well, okay, let, let's sorry. back up a little bit. So, so they go out into the hallway. Yeah. And no commentary. Uh, Ben's like, I've been at this school a really long time. We should go this way. And um, Tommy is like, I'm new at this school. I know the way to go. So they go Tommy's way. So they go Tommy's way. <laughs> Dude, this school that's famously difficult like, to navigate. Everybody knows it's a very labyrinthine school, very confusing, very large. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. It's, it's built around another, another school. school. From the 1940s. <laughs> so, so now, after following Tommy's directions, mm-hmm. they are lost. Yes. And then they're they so lost. Come upon an elevator. Well, they come upon uh like plywood. Right. Oh, right. They come up they come upon the old school. Yeah. And uh Ben yes. is mad. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he like Hulk smashes the plywood and then they discover behind the plywood an elevator. And then Tommy's like, let's get in it because then we can take it to the to the third, third floor. floor. So they get in the elevator and they start pushing buttons and nothing's happening. And this goes on. And it's and also it's closed. Yeah. So they're just trapped in this. elevator. So they're stuck in the elevator. The elevator's closed. It goes on for a while. And they're punching uh, well Tommy's punching buttons like left and right he's hitting so many buttons and then he hits one the red button the The red like call button and 
The elevator moves, but here's the thing. It doesn't go up or it doesn't go down. It goes to the side. What? The elevator. Well, no, it doesn't stop. Well, no, it stops. It goes to the side and then it comes to a stop. Yeah. And then it opens and then they step out and then it immediately closes and then they cannot open it again. They can't get back in. And it's completely dark. They can't find any lights. So they're... Scooting down this like hallway shaft. And then they hear like a cough. Yeah. And they're like, we're not alone. Tommy Tommy turns (laughs) to Ben and says, hey, we're not alone. And then they uh, meet. They they go into the light Mm -hmm. and then they meet a group of children. It's five children. Five children, but there's something strange about them. Like, their clothes are gray. Yeah. But there's something stranger about them. Their hair is gray. But there's something stranger about them. <laughs> their skin is gray. Yeah. But there's something strange about them. They're old-fashioned clothes. Yeah, they're old. Yeah, also, they're wearing old clothes. <laughs> and uh, Something that's really important is that all the girls are wearing skirts that go all the way down to their ankles. Yes, very important. And saddle shoes. Yeah. Um, it's noted. <laughs> they're all dressed uh, like they're in Twin Peaks season one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, and um, they're like the the gray children are being very vague. Yeah, they're just like, well, you can never leave. Right. They keep saying like you can never leave, and they're also have they said yet that they they want to escape? They're like, are you here to save us? Yeah. Like, are you here to save us? You can never leave. And then they're confused. Ben and Tommy. And then they're like, let's leave the school. Yes, because they're like, we don't trust you. And the kids are like, it is safer in here than it is out there. Well, also the kids, when they first got there, start pulling up their clothes. and they're Right, just and like, they're touching it. They're like, color, color. Yeah, we haven't seen color in so long. I, I stopped dreaming in color, yeah. one child says. Oh, God, so sad. And, oh, also Tommy and Ben notice that their fingertips are turning gray. Yes. So they're like, oh, no. Let's get out of here. Let's get out. So they climb through a window, mm-hmm. they go to the outside, and the town does not look like they remembered it. No. From a few moments ago. <laughs> no. The They turn around, and the school is, like, different. It's yeah. one story, and it's smaller yeah. than their huge school they're used to. It's a whole town, and it seems like it's an empty town. Yeah. It and seems, it's very misty. Yeah, it's very misty. So foggy. And then they're... I feel like this can just take one to two sentences max. They're ambushed by a group of children who throw throw them into a pit. Well, and the children are drinking this uh, yeah. concoction, this like black concoction that smells like the um like rotting animals. Yeah. And they're all drinking it and like spraying it on each other Spitting with their mouths. Spitting it on each other's hair. Yeah. Because uh, and their explanation is because there's no color. This is just well. Also, okay, no, no commentary. We'll come back to it. Uh, but that's this is the closest they get to color. And yeah. We should mention at this point that Tommy has a lighter on him because his grandfather gave it to oh, him. Oh right, right, right. Don't. He's not supposed that. to have it, but he considers it a good luck charm. Right. So he decides to light this black material on fire and suddenly orange flames pop up in this black and white world. Yes. And it scares the evil children. Because they're so baffled. They're so baffled. By they're orange. Yes. It's like the, the light is too bright yeah. for them. They keep saying like it's too bright, it's too bright. Uh then Tommy and um Ben are at the edge of this pit that they're mm-hmm. ostensibly going to be pushed into. Tommy feels a push. It's not a push. It's Seth. Yep. Grabbing him and Seth's like, let's go. Yeah. Back to the school. They run back to the school. Where they're safe. Where they're safe. And 
then there's an explanation. Mm-hmm. That's when the explanation happens, right? Yeah, that's yes. that would be have to win. So the children explained that in when they were getting their school picture taken, they they were mucking about a lot. They were mm-hmm. wrestling, having fun, just being kids. And a photographer who everyone in the town knew is evil. Yeah, he's evil. He hates children specifically. Yeah, and everyone knows this. This is like universal knowledge. Yes, that he is a miserable, evil man who hates children. Named Mr. Mr. Chameleon. Chameleon. No commentary. No commentary. No commentary. Mr. Chameleon uh, uh, took their picture. And well, he's Mr. Chameleon because chameleons, I don't know if you know this, but chameleons can change color. So that's an extra like... Fuck you to those kids. Exactly. It's like I got colors aplenty. Yeah, no I can. But... I can be any color I want. You can. You are gray. So now they are. Uh, they got trapped in a photograph, and that's why mm-hmm. it's all black and white because they only had black and white photographs, according to these children, mm-hmm. in the 1940s. So Tommy's like, well, I can use my lighter to do something. Maybe the orange will give us color back. Mm-hmm. The lighter doesn't work. Mm-mm. And then the kids are like, oh. We, like, totally forgot to tell you that one of us escaped and we don't know how. Yeah, for sure escaped, like, a few weeks ago. And then right then... Oh, then then Tommy gets the lighter to work, but the lighter has no color, so there's no no point to it. Uh, And then then as they're talking about, oh, for sure someone escaped, by the way. Like, we totally Mm -hmm. said it's impossible to escape, but we we were not... That's not true. The elevator arrives. Mm -hmm. The door's open. You'll never guess who's on the other side. Who? It's not Greta. (laughs) Because Tommy, for a little bit, is convinced it was Greta. He's convinced it's Greta. Because of her gray eyes. Yeah. But instead, it's our friend, Theseus. <laughs> Thalia. get her name. Thalia. Then, so Thalia is like, hey, I'm here. And then Tommy's like, wait, the door is... And it closes. And then she's like, ah, crap. I, she's like, I was just really excited to see my friends. So she's I like, I'm so sorry. That that was the only way to get out of here. Yeah. And then so she's like, I'm going to hug all my friends first. Yeah. And then um, they're like, how did you do it? And she's like, contacts, makeup, probably a wig. Yeah. Oh, I have a theory. Okay. Do you think she took one of the wigs from the statues? That would make sense. Because it's right, it's, it's on the way. Yeah. No commentary. Okay. <laughs> We're definitely going to come back to that, though. So then. Let's put a pin in that. They're like, how did you escape? And she's like, oh, lipstick. Yeah. She's like, okay, I know I said that the door was the only way, but actually. That's not true. That's at all. not true. I have lipstick and it will, because it is a color. Yeah. If I draw a window. Then it blows a hole through this dimension. Mm-hmm. Because the color is so powerful. Yes. And so before, what Ben and Tommy are losing color in their bodies. It's a down to just the tips of their noses. Just the tips. Of, they're like Rudolphing this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, draw us a window. And so she draws a window effectively with this lipstick mm-hmm. that still has maintained its color to this day. And... Even though no commentary. And then they're jumping through and then Tommy turns back and goes like, come on. And then she goes, no. She's like, we wouldn't, it, that's, we won't like it there. We won't like it there. And then they're like, yeah, we don't want to go. And then, so, so then they they're stay. just like, goodbye. And then they, so then they <laughs> arrive back at the dance, which Tommy previously said that little did I know I would never see that dance. Mm-hmm. And they arrive at the dance, and then Principal Peppermint Patty says, come here. We've been waiting for you. And then they're like, wait a hot second, because uh, we need to tell you everything that just happened. She's like, no time. No. We need you to come 
and take a picture. And they're like, wait a second. Actually, they don't even say wait no, a second. No, they're just like, okay. Uh, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. But after that, we'll tell you everything. And she's like, all right, Mr. Chameleon, are you ready? And then flash. That's it. That's the end. And then there's a preview for a Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Oh, I did. Which read came that out part. years ago, <laughs> like decades ago. That's it. Uh, so that's it. Great. We did it. That took a lot of resistance because I did. Because <laughs> there's so many things we need to discuss. Can we start now back at the beginning and yes. do the director's commentary? Yes. Okay. okay. So he falls. The, the book starts with him falling off, off of, a ladder, of a ladder onto the ground in the gym. Yeah. And they joke, they're like, you cracked the floor. And it's like, he's concussed. No, he's obviously concussed. Is this whole story a concussion story? I'm wondering if it is like, after Flash, it's like (laughs) uh, the like sound of um, the like EMTs thing where they're like trying to revive (laughs) (laughs) It's like the (laughs) At the end, it's like Mr. Chameleon takes the picture and then it's the same doctor from Seeing Red or Over the Hill or the Buffy episode. And then he's just like, (laughs) we've lost him. And then you find out that was just a pocket universe story. (laughs) So he he falls on his head, which isn't funny. But he's like, that's what I do on ladders. I fall. Yeah, he's like, I'm a guy who falls. Yeah. And you know how some guys don't? I I do. (laughs) And then then, so Ben is like, Ben is annoying. I don't, I don't like Ben. He is very bad. He is the worst. He might be the villain of the story. It's like someone read Marco from Animorphs and was just like, oh my God, this guy's great. Let's do this. Nice. Not fun. (laughs) Not fun. Just kind of like, like detestable. Can we do a detestable version of Marco? (laughs) So he, he makes fun of Tommy for falling down. Thalia seems nice. She's like, She's like, oh, you're so annoying. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. That's stupid. And then, um, but from the top, she's putting on lipstick. Yeah. Um, and also, okay, why are there only three that were tasked with this super important dance? This huge dance. And there's three of them. And one of them is new. And they're in sixth grade. This isn't even like, so we are looking at when I was in sixth grade, I was, so when I was a freshman, I was 13 turning 14. Yes. Yeah. I was young. So most people were 14. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, okay, fine, you're 14. So that means you're 13, 12, you're 11. There's like three 11 year olds alone in, in a gym yeah. with a ladder. No supervision, falling off ladders. This 11 year old child fell off of a ladder. <laughs> and then they're just like, mm. yeah, you, please. I have a lot of peppermint schnapps I need to drink <laughs> in my office. Please, can you guys take care of this? <sighs> Holy shit. I do think maybe she was coded as being it. Alcoholic. I wonder because of because of the peppermint. Like, why? I I don't. It's a depression. And also, like, why is she in the old school? She probably drinks in there. That makes sense. That's where she hides because she used to be one of those kids. It doesn't make sense why she's not like really old. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll come up with something. There's because there's another. uh, When we get back to Mr. Chameleon, I have a point to bring up about that. Okay, great. Oh, right. Because he huh? should be like he 120. Be dead. Yeah, there's no way he's alive. That's got to be Mr. Like he like Mr. Chameleon took a picture and he should be like Mr. Chameleon was my father. That like, that's the so only way funny. that works. That'd be so. Call funny. me Stevenson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so then he so then Tommy's like oh I'll get the paint and barrels head freaking first out mm-hmm. of a door because that's just what he's a cannonball well, of a chunk. Also he. Does not have his sense of balance right now. He just hit his head. Yeah, he's concussed. He's running because he can't stand still. He'll fall over. All he can think about right now is this new mom that he's got. Oh, my God. He keeps thinking about this new mom. He's like, I've got this new mom. What? Okay. Just uh, using the context clues we have, 
that I'm guessing this wasn't a divorce. I feel like because yeah, it <laughs> it's it's impossible to say. It's okay. It is impossible to say, but I feel like it was a death. Yeah, it doesn't sound like my dad is marrying someone. It's just I got it. The way it's written is I got a new mom. I got a new mom. Yeah, and there's no like, well. Yeah, there, he's dealing with this new mom in yeah. a very, like, healthy, like, yeah. almost, like, too grounded of a way. Because I feel like most kids are like, who's this? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he seems thrilled. Like, as long as my mom. dad's happy. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure that my dad has found someone that gives him some kind of closure. The joy I get from falling off ladders. <laughs> 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 so he runs it to Greta. Right. And Greta, like, that was another one of the bullshit uh, cliffhangers where, she, like, he barrels into her. Yeah. She gets up and she's, like, about to, like, it seems like she's about to attack him. What are you going to do to yeah, me? He says, what are you going to do? And she's like, walk home. Next chapter. Walk home. Walk home. Which I'm just like, what? Yeah. What? It's like a twist ending for a chapter. Also, this book has like like half page chapters, which yeah, I don't very know. Short. Those are just poems. Like those aren't <laughs> chapters. And so, but like it's like as if someone like walked into a room and it was like, "Who got the latte?" Flip page, chapter seventeen. I did. Frank. You're like you know, you're yeah. just like I guess. Like it, this is very like this is very much like uh, Harmony Crane's book. It's like <laughs> like one like pages of nothing. Right, yeah. yeah, this is the House of Leaves. Of <laughs> oh my god! So then he goes up, and then this kid is just stumbles upon the sad room of statues, which was genuinely creepy, and then just decides to just screw around with them. Okay. This, I, we needed to spend more time in this room because yeah. this room was legit scary. Yeah. Like, it is like there's a bunch of statues of children yeah. who look sad wearing wigs, which is like a weird mixed media situation. Yeah. Why not just and make clothes. a statue? Exactly. They're clothed They had statues. to be dressed. Like, this is like, what, who is like, is, is there a caretaker for these statues? Like, so there's this like, terracotta army of children <laughs> in this room this like secret room yeah and tommy's like walking around in there he's like touching the clothes like t pulling wigs off he's just pulling wigs he's like is this hair no it's wig <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i realized it was a wig after i pulled it off of its head <laughs> and, and then uh principal peppermint patty when she finds him is super insistent on being like these are this was a local artist. These statues were like organically raised. Yes, it was like yes. cage-free like statues. Pride and joy of Bell Heights or wherever yeah. their city is. Because yeah, she was just like yes, yeah, like a a one. It was it's made by um, an artisan couple, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> used um, in mud, sourced locally um, in a creek that is actually fed by uh, a lake that is. Um, <laughs> Just completely organic, free-range lake. Um, <laughs> she's, like, selling these statues yeah. hard. Like, she's about to be like, so anyway, if you're interested in purchasing these, the proceeds mm -hmm. do go to the school, so <laughs> let me know if you want these sad children in your house. Which... These Bioshock props. Yes, I don't understand why that was not explained more. It didn't pay off. Like, it was like... Because I thought 
when I when we first saw, I was like, oh, those are that's the class of 1947. Yeah, I was like, those are the kids. They're trapped in there. Yeah, but they're not trapped in there because it was it's supposed to be a haunted school. Yeah, that's what's promised by. And I know that you don't judge a book by its cover, but I judge a book by its freaking title. Yeah, or like. Yeah. Like if you read Gulliver's Travels and then there's no Gulliver and there's no, no travels traveling. and it's just like someone making a pot of coffee over like the span of like 300 pages, you'd be like, where's Gulliver? And someone's exactly. like, why would you assume there's a Gulliver in this book? Exactly. It was very frustrating. I Because especially because, come on, if it's a haunted <laughs> school and there's a bunch of fucking statues in a room of children, why are they not trapped in those uh, statues. So let's. You just totally inspired a thought in my head, and so it, let's hop out for a second before we get into the Willy Wonka uh, <laughs> elevator mm. of terror. Uh, these children can. Not only do we find out later, they definitely can permeate like the walls of these mm-hmm. dimensions. They can sort of soft permeate anyway because their voices are carrying through. Yeah, they can call out to at least Tommy. And yeah. Tommy cannot be the first one. Like, there's no reason why Tommy's special. There's nothing special about Tommy. So, for me, I'm like, either there's a lot of people ignoring this, or, I mean, I don't understand what the other option would be. I don't, okay. So then, <laughs> like, it's just all the elevator stuff and, like, the class stuff and everything, it's all insane. Yeah. Um And... There's a lot to say there. I'm sorry. I just really have to just get to this one bit. No, please, by all means. They're like, we have a way out. And all these kids throughout like the whole book, it's been teased like they need help. They're oh, like, my help God. Help us, help us, save us. We need to get when they get there like, oh, we thought you were going to save us. Now we're trapped here. Hey, we can get out. You want to go? And they're like, nah, nah, nah. That, okay. And especially, <laughs> especially, okay, okay. <laughs> Especially when we saw where they were being held. Yeah. It's a hellscape. They can't eat food. They can't eat food. There's no, they're the whole time when the instant that Tommy and Ben walk in there, they say, Are you going to save us? Oh, color. Oh, God. I haven't seen color in so long. I haven't dreamed of color. And then when presented with the opportunity to leave, they say, No, thank you. This reminds me, uh, I'll divulge really quickly into this anecdote, and I won't use any specifics because I don't want to get anyone in trouble, and I think that, you know, I possibly might not even uh, be allowed to say stuff, but I was working uh, for it, I was working at a place mm-hmm. that uh, part of it included doing some, um, it wasn't tech help, it wasn't tech help, mm-hmm. but it was in case you needed, you were looking for an item or something, or you needed store hours or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. A portion of my job was to be at the phone and let you know that Mm -hmm. um and so this woman called up and said my laptop isn't syncing with my printer and i said unfortunately we don't do tech help Mm -hmm. um and it sounds like that's not even something you could take to i don't know for example a bar that Mm -hmm. might be in the shop Mm -hmm. uh to get that checked out and she started to break down and cry oh no um, which and i i was not i was i took the job because i was happy to help people Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, work with the creative people and, and all that. So, and she's crying. She's like, I'm an author. If I don't get these pages printed tonight, I can't turn to my manuscript. If I don't turn to my manuscript, I don't eat. Do you understand that? And I said, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm a writer myself. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand that. Unfortunately, there's something I can do over the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have those resources. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. Because she's just bawling. And mm-hmm. I get it. Because, you know, it's just when you have a deadline like that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to tell you what. You know where our store is because this is where you bought 
either the laptop or the printer. I don't think it was the printer. I was like, bring it in. Mm -hmm. Put these things in your car. Mm -hmm. Bring it in. I am technically like I stop working in half an hour. I'm going to stay here Mm -hmm. until you get here. Mm -hmm. Let's figure this out together. Mm -hmm. Let's get this manuscript printed. And I would love to read a copy once it's done, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, come here. I'll do it. I'm going to stay, even mm-hmm. though I'm not going to get paid. And I want to help you. And she went quiet. And she said, tonight? And I went, yeah. And she goes, no, I got dinner tonight. No, nah, all right. I'll figure it out. And hung <gasps> up. And that's how I feel about this book. Yes! Where it's like, help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, help us. I've done it. We've solved it. It's a lipstick portal gun. You want to come with me? No, that's cool. You guys go. Can you leave? <laughs> do they like being miserable, these children? Like, why... Because how awesome would it have been if they escape, right? Yeah. With uh, Theodosia. (laughs) With Theodosia and Ben and Tommy. Mm -hmm. And then they get their picture taken. (gasps) And as they're like, no, flash. Yep. That would have been, that would have made sense. But instead, they just decide not to go based on Theodosia's claim (laughs) that. You guys wouldn't like it. Yeah. Which, first of all, what is she hiding? <laughs> Where did she go? You, yeah. you consistently, like, painted layers of makeup on your face so that you could fit into this place. So you could stay. You could stay. Like, and why then would you bother to even try and hide for that long? Why weren't you trying harder to find a way back? Why did she not tell anyone? Yeah. That's one question I have. Yeah. And I got a bucket full. Let me pull up the next one. Uh, how was she still enrolled in this school? That was the weird part, right? Okay. How is she in this school? You can't. You have you, to have, you have an to have address. Paperwork, you yeah. have to have like <laughs> parent. Like you a guardian. Show up. A guardian has to be there with you. Like, how is she at this school? This isn't like a like this isn't like a barn that you go to that like there's a chalkboard in the front and then the teacher goes go sit in the back like it's not yeah. that it's a school and then also okay here's another question I have the first time that Tommy learns about this whole secret like school within a school within a school was because the principal told him yes because he found it yeah but like how is that not something everybody fucking knows because like an entire year of students disappeared yeah instantly the whole town mourned yeah but there's no like the only memorial to these children is the statues <laughs> hidden in the center of the schools that's crazy why isn't like wouldn't that be the first thing you tell a new kid if you're another kid at the school yeah hey did you hear about in my old middle school there was a rumor about a pool on the roof yep there, we had a rumor about the yeah. a pool in the basement see that's like but like that's the starting that's a base yeah. layer because yeah. if nothing is happening then you start with pool if children disappeared yes you go to that like you drop the pool yes. in a second and you're like hey forget the pool it's not real what's really crazy is these yeah. kids disappeared and also mr chameleon walked out clean as a whistle out like of nothing house. happened with him where'd all the kids go mr chameleon you were the only you were yeah. literally the only other person in this room and all the children are missing and we know you're evil and we know you hate kids what did uh-huh. what happened oh nothing, nothing. i'm named after <laughs> like that's not also he doesn't get credit for that he's from the chameleon family he's from the chameleon family he didn't name that's himself. not <laughs> well like there's a lot of like weird secrecy in this town. Yeah. Also, okay, 
what is you said that maybe there's something oh never mind because it was mr chameleon stayed young i was gonna say how did you rationalize that the principal didn't age yeah but i don't know how i mean i guess mr chameleon has some sort of he's like magic yeah he's got magic so it would make sense that he'd be able to use magic here's my question why only 1947 and 1994 whatever this was why chameleon like just called it after that he He was was just like i gotta get back to that school i really hit that itch and then finally in the 90s he was like because it i think it's in 90s it had well yeah i think it had to be it's one of the originals we try to only do like the early ones so So it has to be like my beepers trying to kill me like 2002 (laughs) stories (laughs) no uh this probably well we can find out it's i just i can't i can't i'm so how and the parents never inquired like the parents just went quiet about it. that's the thing like i feel like there's no way that an entire town would just not investigate yeah because this is this isn't like classic um you know, like Fear Street type of thing where it's like one or two kids or something. Yeah. This is an entire grade of children, like 25 kids. Um, What is the stuff that those crazy kids are drinking? So it's it's flammable. So I want to say it's gasoline. Are they drinking gasoline? So these children are just drinking and spitting gas. But it's not cut. That's what's crazy because it's thick. Yeah. Right? So it's not cut gasoline. Like the gasoline you put in your car yeah. is like it's super watered yeah. down. Yeah. It's like they're drinking like fossils. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally drinking like dinosaurs. Yeah. But they're like, oh, wait, no, it would be, oh, now, no, I don't know if I get it. Could it be ink? But also, that's not how photographs work. That was my <laughs> thought too. I was like, I was like, maybe it's ink. And then I was like, is that how they do pictures? I don't think so. That's how they do pictures. It would be like silver. Uh, like, no, I don't, no, none of this works. No, because, like, so, and that was the thing, too, right, where it was, like, there were so many things where I was, like, God, like, if we could get some more about, like, what the deal is with the statues, yeah. with the crazy kids. Like, those kids were, like, Lord of the Flies. Like, they were yeah. so crazed. It's, as as a kid's book, I understand completely, because they're just, like, sure. scary school. All right, guys, throw me ideas. Uh, scary school. Got it. Statues. Got, Got it. it. Weird statues. Uh, a principal that seems a little off. Great. Got yeah. it. Thank you. Uh, black and white kids uh, <laughs> that are like, you know, stuck in a photograph. Okay, great. A photograph. Great. We we'll, uh, we'll make it all work. Uh, creepy kids that have a pit. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, great. That's it. I think we got it. I think we got our book. <laughs> Classic seven act structure. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found out it is 1997. That's perfect. Yeah. 1997. Let me try to think. 20 years of, ago. Uh, that was, uh, Buffy was revving up. Yeah, this Buffy was, yeah. I mean, depending on when in the year this was published, it was like either, because wasn't it end of 97 into 98 that Buffy, right, was I, released? Uh, Late 97, then 98? Uh, was it, uh, this year was the 20th. Yeah, this year was the 20th. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Great. So this, yeah, so this was coming out around the time of season one. Mm-hmm. That explains a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other stuff. Like Jurassic Park was just a little old. Yeah. Cause was not 94? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Or 90. Oh, God. I should know. Cause Stephen and I talk about it consistently. Stephen Ray Morris. Um, 93. For 93. Park. June 20 something, 1993. Um, and then X Files is going on right now. 
Yes, X-Files is going on. Because what but, was that, 93, 94, right? It started in 94. That would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. And But the X-Files movie hadn't come out yet. Oh, no, the movie had not come out. Because the movie is all about this weird, viscous, dark material mm-hmm. that's infecting people and making them do weird things. But isn't that also... um. No, that's in the in the show too, right? Remember the like oil, the bad oil that oh, was yeah. like infecting people. Yeah, was that around? Did Goosebumps start it? Is my question. Did X Files steal from this book? I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> hmm, I'm gonna hazard a guess as to no. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, there is like, uh, oh, there's also God. I'm thinking of like. It reminds me of like the last monster that you run into in the game Candyland. Yes, the chocolate muck monster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, 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 if we're going down this path of just like the imagery that just splashed into like the yeah. pop culture, like Jungian unconscious puddle, um, uh, um, takes place in Australia. Baddie, played by Robin Williams. Why can't I remember this? Fern Gully. Yes. That's what I was thinking of also. So there is that like weird, like the idea of like human industrialism being like evil. Yeah. And then like that imagery being like oil. It's just the image. It's none of the philosophy. No, no, no. There's no philosophy (laughs) in this book whatsoever. It's just like, I don't know. That's kind of scary looking, right? Yeah. Like they're drinking it. Cool. It smells weird. It smells like dead animals. They're totally drinking fossil fuels. It's just that. But that's it. There's no like message. No. I didn't get any message from this book. And then it lights on fire, and then it's just like orange flame. And, and he also lights the leaves on fire. Oh, yeah. Because there's like dry leaves. Also, okay. I'm just so upset. Like, I, I am upset because like, why the fuck do those five kids stay there? I, why do they stay? It's horrible. Because it's not even like anything has been resolved with those weird like children of the corn kids that are like chilling outside. They're literally holed up in a room. They yeah. don't ever eat. They no. don't sleep. They Or they sleep, but they don't dream about color. They're just trapped, and they just want to be trapped. Do they know something that these kids don't? Do they know that? But then that's, ah. Uh, but then they can just get right back out. So it's also a false, like, they could fuck you. Exit they anytime. can exit. So, like, once uh, Ben and Tommy... Like, the next page is just Ben and Tommy reappearing and being like, oh, hey, guys, can I use that lipstick again? Exactly. If they get trapped in the same photograph or daguerreotype or whatever freaking- I was just saying daguerreotype. <laughs> I was like, what kind of photos is this guy taking? His weird, like, Moybridge camera was, that's like-, like <laughs> I know, because he's got this, like, like, like yeah. accordion camera and he's, like, behind Look it. with the birdie. <laughs> now I gotta put the plate in. Hold on a second, kids. The glass takes time to process. <laughs> All right, kids, you gotta stand still for two minutes. <laughs> Usually I only photograph dead people. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. Like, so, Mr. Chameleon, we assume is just a magic evil guy. That's what we're told. Yeah. But these narrators aren't necessarily reliable. No, they're not. I'm so quick to Mr. Chameleon's savior. Like, but yeah, we know. Yeah, so Mr. Chameleon, for all we know, is super evil and hates kids. Right. But I don't get why he chooses to come back for this, for Tommy. So it was, ni- am I wrong in saying it was 1947? I think it was 1947. This was 1997. So, so 50 years. 50 years. He's like this Pennywise. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. But- oh my God. Except for. 
Wait, how, what, how, what's the That's time period? That's every for 27 eight? years. I'm 27. It's a little less round of a number than 50. <laughs> I'm say Stephen King. Could have uh, taken the page out of this book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, specifically like page 83. So instead of reading Save the Cat, everyone should read, uh, if you're an aspiring uh, filmmaker, read uh, Goosebumps, Haunted School. I've always said that. I've always said <laughs> if you... If you're on your way to pick up a book by Robert McKee, mm. turn your butt around, mister. Spin around. Just, just. Head to the children's section. Just turn that keister <laughs> and head right over to Goosebumps Haunted School. <laughs> they might not have it, so you might have to turn your butt right around again. <laughs> head home. Get on your Kindle. You got to get on Amazon.com. That's www.amazon.com. Make sure to use our affiliate link. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there, and you're going to learn every screenwriting tip. Yeah. Um, and I would personally argue you would, you might learn just as many screenwriting tips from this book as you would from, yeah. from Robert McKee. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so does that mean that, oh, because Thalia is not there. That's right. She's in the photo. So the people that get, well, that was loud. <laughs> so the people that get shot into, I guess, so then are they in a different world? Is there a different world for every photo? That would be great, right? Because that, but also, okay, okay, hold on, because, because first of all, okay, here's questions I have now. <laughs> so, uh, this isn't the main question. The main question I I'm gonna ask in a few seconds is going to blow everyone's lids. Okay, okay, um, I'm gonna hold on to my hat. Yeah, like you listening at home, if you're driving, please be safe. Pull over. What I'm about to drop in a few <laughs> seconds, not the immediate thing I'm about to say, but the thing I'm going to oh say this Oh my God, oh my. Is going to change your life. But right now, the question I have is not even a question. It's just so when he takes a picture, he captures like the entire space. It's not just now we're trapped in the gym where we took the picture or trapped in the classroom. It's like, you can go around. Wait, so, oh, right? you know what? You're right. Because I think they're going to be trapped in a black and white version of the modern school. Okay. That they and can then, walk and it gets a little misty at points. So it's maybe right. hard to navigate. And I think, I'm sure that there's like, it's only like the town, right? right. And even like certain edges of the town, maybe it's like really misty. You can't Exactly. Navigate like it just it. gets difficult. But I think, and then, so then it would be only the people that are in front of, that are in the frame. Yeah. Get taken away or get like hidden. Yeah. They get sucked into. So there are going to be witnesses, right? I would imagine so. Because. For example, maybe. <gasps> maybe. And this isn't even the thing that's going to blow everyone's lids. Okay. This is just a minor thing. Okay. <laughs> Peppermint Patty. Oh. Seems awful immortal, don't you think? Okay. I see what you're saying. And yes, because, okay, first of all, people in the past were shorter. Yes. She is short. Yeah. She is the height of so, an 11 Exhibit A. <laughs> exhibit A, she is short. Uh, exhibit B, um, okay, what if this is like, okay, okay, okay. So she has brokered a deal yep. with Mr. Chameleon. Yes. Who... When he takes pictures, she gets to stay younger. Exactly. It's a he's Dorian stealing, Gray situation. Yes, Dorian Gray. Uh, Stardust. Uh, <laughs> other things where people steal, or other things where youth is siphoned off to something else. Like vampires. Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> she 
I think that's what's happening. She's a Skeksy. What's Skeksy? From Dark Crystal. Oh my God. <laughs> She's for sure a Skeksy. She's a Skeksy. For <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Well, shoot. And oh. I mean, the, the crystal. Oh my God. And there's like crystals and shit inside of uh, cameras. Yeah. And this Chris through the crystal is how they suck out the the um youth. That makes total sense. And the kid oh my god. We've totally reverse engineered <laughs> the narrative. <laughs> yeah, I think that's absolutely exactly what's happening. Okay, great. I think and then she because she's also because she is dressed to the nines, as we <gasps> mentioned, ready to be young again for another fifty years. This is the night. Oh my that's why she's wearing the tiara. Yep. Yep. Because I was like, what the fuck is she wearing this child's dance? So weird. She walks in in a floor-length sequined red dress. Yeah. And a tiara. And if you're like, well, I mean, it's like a middle school dance. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to go back. But I'm pretty sure. No, this is an elementary school where you max out at sixth grade. I think it is because I don't think there are older kids. Yeah. And... I don't think the kids are dressed up. Okay, really quick. <laughs> Sorry. Just, there's a band, right? We didn't even really, oh, we did we not talk about the band. broach the subject. Oh the my band. God, the band. This band, and I'm saying this as someone who had a band called the Storks. We started off as Inside Joke and then mm-hmm. we became the Storks in middle school. Mm-hmm. We played. And I think we were pretty good, but uh, definitely weren't listenable until high school. Mm-hmm. It took us a few years. So this band of six guitarists, mm-hmm. one drummer, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to guess all sixth graders. Yeah. Dear God, that, that band. terrible. <laughs> and they're just like it's this weird like Tito Puente cover band of like all these sixth graders just like strumming the guitar as hard as possible. Well, and they like they even say that like three of them can't play. Yeah. So it is a nightmare. What are they? Okay, it's 1997. What mm-hmm. are they playing? It's like PODs. I feel so alive. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what are they? Wait, what wait, are they? Wait, 97. No doubt. They definitely are playing. They some are no playing, doubt. no doubt, for sure. Yeah. Don't uh, speak. Don't speak. In fact, yeah. that might have even been a little bit later. So it might have had to have been earlier. It might have had to have been like an early no doubt. Let me see. I was in, I want to say fifth grade when, when. Definitely they could do some Backstreet Boys. They could. Would they though? I feel like Greta would not want to do no. Backstreet because she's so grungy. So it would have to be like corn or something. I bet they love corn. Yeah. I bet they love corn. Yeah. Like these are people who later are like, I'm actually, I really like talking heads and I reject all the music I listen to <laughs> up until now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So. Also, they're not even really like sound checking or really doing anything. They're more just moving amps around. Yeah, they're just moving amps around for days. They came like, for a for, sound check. Yeah, and they just keep saying like, move that amp. And then they're also like being very raucous and being like kind of bullish. Yeah. And I mean, they wreck the sign and then they just laugh about it. Yeah, they're which, such jerks. Not great. Not great at all. So I'm doing something with my phone right now, which I'll tell you in a second. Oh, my God. But before I reveal what I'm doing with my phone, I would like to let you know the thing that's going to blow your mind. Okay, what? I have a question for you. What? Are you ready for this? What? Where is the picture Mr. Chameleon took? Where, <laughs> where is 
where is it stored? <laughs> oh my god. Is this just like on a desk somewhere? I think it's like like peppermints like office. Oh. <laughs> just- I'm picturing her office looks like the mayor's office in Buffy. <laughs> yeah. And like she has like a weird like curio cabinet thing. And I think one of the pictures is that. And it's like you can see into where they're trapped, yeah. I think. And like the kids are like. Yeah. Trying to get trying out. Trying to get out. It's like the witch's thing. And like next to yes. it is like, like claws from like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about the creature from the Black Lagoon. I loved that. Ooh, okay, so this is... Uh, I'm wonderful, by the way. I love Creature from Black Lagoon. Love it. Gil, I believe, is the unofficial name of the monster. Uh, I love... I, and there were, like, multiple, like, different books in that series, right? Like, there were, like, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, then, like, the something from the this. Like, it was a yeah. lot of, like, the this from the this. Yeah, and it was, it was cool. always, like, a little bit of a play. Yeah. Which is great. It, it was, like... like uh, when, if you give a, ma- a mouse a cookie, turn mm-hmm. into if you give a moose a muffin, if you give a... Similar, but yeah. like spookier soap, definitely more on brand for me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie and it's just like the mouse in the back window, just like <laughs> <laughs> while you're like eating cookies. <laughs> okay, so I ran Mr. Chameleon through an anagram generator. Oh, God. So we've got a few interesting results here because I think there's, a, I think we're going to get a Did you do MR or a Mr.? I did just, I just did MR. Okay, I think that's, that's a good, that's a good, good idea. Cornmeal hem. Uh, mm. I was anything, sorry. Romance helm. Ooh. Uh, here's an interesting one. Hammer clone. Hammer clone? Hammer clone. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? A lock merman. What? <laughs> okay, the merman thing's a little, like, we're going to have to try and sense. figure that out. But lock, there's, they're locked up. <laughs> there's no. And it's lock like Loch Ness. Oh, okay. Less exciting. But again, I don't know anything um let's see here i'm scrolling through we've pretty much left the realm of stuff that was interesting clean her no clean her mom is one of them clean home mister uh clean row (laughs) (laughs) yeah these ones aren't gonna help us anymore well we've got at least two of those yeah uh charm we have a few charms here Ooh, ooh, ooh. uh Charm Noel M. Yeah, no, Charm Noel Me. Mm. Well, so Ooh. if Charm's there, then Harm would be there. Charm Old Men. What? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Great. So I feel like we, we totally cracked that egg. We yeah. solved that mystery. Uh, Mr. Chameleon, the question of Mr. Chameleon is answered. I think for sure he's in league with the teacher or with the principal, Principal Patty. Yeah. Um. Pepper Where did Patty. the teacher go? That one teacher that's oh, yeah. like... And that too, right? He just... So he gets an urgent message and he leaves. Just leaves this this group of 11-year-olds. Can I paint a flashback for you really quick? Great, great. This is going to get really dark. Though, okay, okay, so okay, 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 okay. Uh, we flash back to 1947. Okay. There's a house at the end of the street. Mm-hmm. Um, the lawn has not been... Um, seen to in a Mm -hmm. while uh like the i would say the roof is like faded some shingles are like about to fall off there's a smashed window but who's even gonna bother to Mm -hmm. fix it children might call this house like the witch house or something you know there's a a rap on the door 
And then the man inside, Mr. Chameleon, is confused. He gets up. And he goes. And there's like piles of newspaper everywhere. But also there's like shrunken heads and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he opens the door and there's two children. And these two children go, Mr. Chameleon? Yeah, that's me. We've heard stories about you and the fact that you have magical abilities. Yeah, what about it? Well, our entire class is so mean to us. We want you to get revenge on them. Uh... Fast forward, Peppermint Patty and that teacher. It's them. Yep. It's them. And so she sent a message to him saying, I found that boy, Tommy. Yeah. Wandering around up there. (gasps) He knows too much. And he's like, oh, shit. He knows too much. And that's why he yells so much at Tommy when he comes back in. Yeah. Because everyone's standing around. Like yeah. everyone is running around and he yells at Tommy. And then when Tommy's like, I heard a voice that he's so quick to be like, No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you You're didn't. You're too old to be hearing voices. Just huh? gaslighting him left and yeah, right. Yeah. So he gaslights it immediately. Yeah. When like really, okay, if a student of yours is saying they're hearing voices, like you're like, go to the nurse, like yeah. we have to figure this out. But instead he's like, okay, whatever. Because I know it doesn't matter because you're going to be trapped in a photograph anyway. Yes. And that is why immediately when they come back, Principal has them go take a picture because she's like, we just got it. Now you know you know. Yeah. And now I know you know. Everyone knows that everyone knows. And we need to get you trapped. In fact, Mr. Chameleon wasn't even scheduled to go that night. No. After they heard the elevator Mm -hmm. moving sideways Mm -hmm. into a photograph. They mm-hmm. ran down the street back to the house at the end of the yes. block with the unseen two lawn yes. and the smashed window. And they said, Mr. And there's a rap at the door. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I didn't think I'd see you kids again. It's been 50 years <laughs> to the day. I love that. Why did they build a school around, around the, school? the other school? This is the thing, too, right? Like, OK, I get that. I get that you are very sad and you don't want to use this space again. I get that. So maybe remove and rebuild. Exactly. You don't need to keep this space at all. I mean, granted, if it weren't there, would where would those kids be? Would they be trapped forever? Because what if you get <gasps> if you get trapped in a space that then gets destroyed in the color world? It's gone. It's gone. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, maybe. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We uh, we have no idea. We just beg the question of, assuming this is true, this next statement we're saying is true, because the first First statement is is true. true. (laughs) That's not (laughs) Yeah, great. Yeah, assuming this fallacy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If we rewrite the book this way, does that mean that the book actually means this? Because, like, that's probably not true, because, like, also the town's different, right? So some parts of the town have been destroyed. That's true. why has the school been preserved? I don't know. And how does the elevator, how does the elevator, why would they? The elevator moves you from one physical space to another space within your dimension, arguably, Mm -hmm. right? Like if we get into fourth dimension stuff, whatever, we can have that discussion Mm -hmm. if we want. I don't want to. What I want to talk about is how can this elevator get children who exist outside of photograph into the photograph universe? Unless, no, I've got nothing. Sorry. (laughs) Well, so this is my thought then. Okay. Shit, I don't know. So, okay, there's something special, right, about the old school. Uh-huh. Because it does exist as a place where people can, there is some kind of portal there where people can go in between dimensions. Right. So. <laughs> Sorry, I have a theory. To okay, okay. No, go ahead, go ahead. It's, my theory is so, it's just to, to undercut all the jeopardy of the end. So Mr. Chameleon's um, camera 
Also, we're just assuming that this that Mr. Convenience camera was the thing that did it. That's true. It could have been like a ripple in time and space. It could have been just, oh God, what if it's like a horrible coincidence and it was a drag to get Mr. Chameleon to come back to this school. He's like, I can't. The last time I was there, something, what if it was actually meant for him and then it got the kids? Oh no. Because there's something special about the curtain that he goes under when he takes a picture and it shielded him. It's covered in lead. It's a lead (laughs) curtain to protect. It's so heavy. (laughs) It's he has like 140 like pound mail. camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking is that let's let's just continue with the premise that Mr. Chameleon transported these kids. Okay. Because it's not even, I'm starting to think that if the elevator can do it, it's not a picture verse. They're not trapped in a photograph. It's just the camera has the ability to teleport. Yeah, I think so. But I'm also going to say, wouldn't it be funny if this camera is also just a camera so they're like, no, and they take a picture, and the Mr. Chameleon's like, all right, that's it. We're done. The digital camera, it'll be ready in a second. Here's the SD card. Uh, here's a, a link to where you can download the photo right away. Here's the film canister. Take it to your local Rite Aid or CVS. They'll process it. That would be so funny. And they're just like, no! And it's like, you trapped those kids. He's like, yeah, I teleported them into a pocket verse, but I'm also a photographer. <laughs> a guy can wear multiple hats. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover. Um, it, okay. Okay. I think I think that there is something special about the old school. That it does serve as a conduit or so, it, like it's some it's it's a physical space in both dimensions. <gasps> yes, exactly. So I think because of that alignment the the elevator is when it goes into that space uh, horizontally, which is interesting, um, it goes into the old school here and also the old school in the picture verse. So we've got the current school. Mm-hmm. Inside is physically the old school. And then the old through the old school, you can slide into the other school mm-hmm. and the other town. Okay, great. But also, if you happen to have lipstick. Okay, that part just throws it all out of whack. Okay. I. It's okay. It's like the giver and Pleasantville, but not at the. Yeah. Also, like the specific imagery of the fading in the hands made me think of Back to the Future. Yeah. 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 Which definitely predates this. And it's not a thing, but also like, okay, can you, but you can stay, can you stay in our world if you're a black and white person? If you're a monochrome person, I should say. Right, because they have various forms of gray. Yeah. Because why does she need all the makeup? I mean, to fit in. To fit in, I think. Oh, is that it? I think it was just to fit in. Oh, okay. But. But. Okay. Then that really, like, she was just like, it's not for us. I didn't. That's the thing. I would have. Ah, but they used to be. She, they did used to be. That's the thing too, which we're forgetting. Yeah, because we're like, oh, they're a monochrome person. Yeah, they can't live in the color world. Yeah, they used to be like normal kids that lived in this school. It would have been or went to this school. Like, and we weren't introduced to anything that would have been like a Steve Rogers at the end of Captain America: First Avenger, right? Where it's like she ran out, and then it was like cars beeping, right? And then she it seemed was fine, and she was yeah, exactly. She was like, "Great, I can do this. I can go. I, there's, t- I know what 
you know, electronic telephones are like and stuff yeah. like that. It's 1997. I go to the theater. I watch movies. Yeah. Also, why didn't she start becoming... Colorful. Yeah. Why colorful. didn't she absorb the color back? I didn't get that because it goes the other way. Yeah. So I guess you can just lose it. But where does it go? Conservation of color. Exactly. It's not just disappearing. Yeah, it's going, it going somewhere. What if there is a photo of them in color there that they haven't found? <gasps> it's in the teacher or the, the principal's uh, office. They haven't gone in there yet. Why haven't they gone there in, you know, 70 years? Who knows? Why did, why did that kid lie about color photography? I think, honestly, I don't think he was lying. I think he honestly didn't know. <laughs> He's like, it's a thing where he's like, uh, like I had a friend that did not know pies came in circles because he had only gotten pie from McDonald's. So oh. one day we had a pie and he was just like, what is this? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. The way it came up was he pointed to this like table mat that was a square and he was just like, yeah, because it looks like a pie. And all of us were like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's a pie shape. And we're like, it's literally not. Like, it's literally not a pie shape. And then he was like, no, it is a pie shape because pies come in rectangles. And we're like, no. Oh, my God. No pies do. Wow. And I would argue, sorry, this is not important because this has nothing to do with the book. No, this is just about the pie me. story. Um, I would be curious or I would, I, would I would like to have the conversation about is a McDonald's pie or like an apple pie? Is that actually a pie? I think that's not. Well, I would say it's almost a fritter, especially if you consider what they were when we were kids, which is they were fried. Yes. So those pies were fried. Now, I guess, well, that's the thing, right? I think it's, um, you know, when uh, we think of pies in general, right? Yeah. So you think of like, there are a lot of things that are technically pies. Yeah. Um, there's like meat pies. There's, sure. there's savory pies. There's sweet pies. Um, but then like when you're like, let's say you're just in America and you just say like, hey, you want some pie? Mm -hmm. We automatically think of fruit pudding. Yes. Or, or fruit uh, filling. Yeah. And you wouldn't even think necessarily of a pudding pie or a cream pie. No. If someone says, do you want a slice of pie? You think of like apple, cherry, yep. one of those. Yeah. But there are a lot of things that are pies. And I think it's similar to um, when people argue about whether or not tomatoes are fruits. <gasps> yes. Where I'm like, okay, well, if you say that because they have seeds, they're fruits, there are a lot of things that have seeds that are the fruit of the plant, like a zucchini, Ye like a... Yeah. Yeah. So that is like... There is the term fruit of plant to yeah. mean the like fruiting body, the thing that has the seeds. Yeah. And then there's the things that we think of like sweet things and salty things, which are like or savory things. Right. So then it's like sweet fruits are like apples and whatever. And then like then you have like gourds, which are vegetables and um, which then vegetables also includes roots. But basically what I'm saying is pie to me can also be thought of as like when people say the word fruit, which is like. Technically, there are a lot of things that are fruits Got that it. you wouldn't think of colloquially. So I guess the... So I guess it could be... It could be a pie, but I don't think of it as a pie. Yeah. Okay, great. I think that's the, the most confident we can be on this. I think so. Because I think then someone could come out of the woodwork and be like, no, actually, it's this or whatever. Like, you know, like, you know, well, a pumpkin's technically a berry, so da 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 down yeah, the yeah. line, you know, point, you know, L or K is mm -hmm. that counts as a pie. And it's not like, a you know, a strudel or whatever. That we yeah, might be you know like. what? I would say maybe uh -huh. the baked ones now, because they don't do the fried ones so yeah. much anymore. It's special if you get one. 
uh, the baked ones are maybe more of a strudel or a turnover. A turn, yeah, a it's, turnover. It's like a, it, 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 it's more of like a, yeah, a rectangular turnover. A rectangular turnover. <laughs> I think it is. It's like a little turnover. Yeah. Because a pie, I think of as being cooked in a tin. Yes. And round, and I don't know. I guess that's where it stops. <laughs> like I suppose you can. Like it's not. Like I guess my hangup's not really the shape. It's the fact that there's just other desserts that are more that are that. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, you've got a frutal. Frutal? A frutal. <laughs> a fried strudel. Growing up, lived off a frutal. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. I'm so exhausted. I've been, like, so overextended <laughs> these past couple days. I'm like, uh, we were talking about fr- uh, fr- fr- fruit pies. Yeah. Are you, a, are you a pie person or a cake person? Pie. Great. Really? Yeah, I'm pie. I'm team pie all the way. I was nervous to say it because there are so many people that are like, you're ridiculous and disgusting. Cake. That's the thing. I think it's also the difference between cat and dog people where and, it is like cat people are like, dogs are fine. Yeah. And I prefer cats. And then dog people are like, fuck cats. They're evil. They're evil. Yeah. Only like dogs. And for me, I'm like, cake is fine. Yeah. Like, I am not a huge fan of a ton of frosting. So, it's why I prefer pie. Because there's just more for me to eat. Exactly. Yeah. Like, And I also like a flaky, buttery mm-hmm. aspect. Um, and I think that there are like really fun variations of pies and not a ton of use of like fondant, which I yeah. don't enjoy. Um, and I like like various uh, like innards in a pie. Yeah. And I also like savory pies mm-hmm. also. Love, love a savory pastry. A chicken pot pie. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this like Vietnamese one called um, Pate Show, which is like a, f- a flaky, like almost puff pastry outside, uh-huh. but it's it's more buttery than a puff pastry. Anyway, uh, with like a, a, like ground peppered pork and um, it's like seasoned with like a very like savory umami flavor, mm-hmm. but it's like super buttery on the outside. It's really, really good. Um, yeah, I like, I just like little... Pastries. I like pastries. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. They're so you great. prefer pie? I do. And I think I can, I side with cake when it's not this sort of French Revolution mm-hmm. kind of like giant sheet cake situation. Yeah. If it's a little thing mm-hmm. and it's like a focused cake or something, yes. then I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. But like when I, like a slice of cake is a lot. Well, and that's the thing too, right? If you look at just an average slice of cake versus an average slice of pie. Yeah. An average slice of cake is like a Ralph's sheet cake. Yeah. Whereas like if you get a Ralph's bakery apple pie, that'll be fine. Yeah. I I think it, mostly my aversion to frosting. I'm not really into frosting too much. I like buttercream mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I discovered it is literally Butter and sugar. Yeah, that's just it. That's how that's you make it. It. It's just... so I was like, oh, I see. The sugar holds the butter together, and mm-hmm. the butter holds the sugar together. Yeah. That's how and that it combines works. to be greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, <laughs> like I get it. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I'm okay with cupcakes because they're small. I usually like take off a little bit of the frosting because there's a bit too yeah. much for me. But I really, and I think it's because I usually don't like things that are purely sweet. Uh huh. I like things with a little bit of salt, a little bit of sourness. Uh huh. Um. It's currently not the season for it now, but if you are around in the LA area, uh, if you go to Squirrel for their strawberry rhubarb pie Ugh. with fresh creme fraiche on top, and they have flakes of sea salt on the top. That's amazing. It is 
life-changing. That really, really good. so good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, and I also really like butter. So I think that helps with the pie thing. I prefer making pies, too, over making I love cakes. making pies. I love making pies. Like, I'll and- make a loaf. Oh, sure. And I'll be like, cool. I made like a nice like zucchini loaf or something. Oh, I I, I love zucchini bread. Have you tried putting um, sliced zucchini bread, cream cheese on top? No. I had it at this uh, uh, brunch spot in Montrose. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, oh, God. Different life. Very good. Highly recommend. That sounds incredible. Very, very good. Um, I like, yeah, I like loaves. Uh I like breads. I think I, I like breads mostly because maybe they're just more like earthy. Yeah. I also like, I do like lemon cake though. I like uh, like a lemon poke cake. I feel like that is a generous allocation of the word cake. I feel like that was a gift yeah. that the loaf family gave to it the is, cake family. It is, more, it is more of a loaf. They're like, you it's can just take a it, large loaf. Yeah. They're like, yeah, sure, have yeah. it, but it's, you're not really a cake. Because that's the thing, you don't normally layer a lemon cake. And no. it's usually a lemon icing, not mm-hmm. a lemon frosting. So it just kind of goes in line with that. You know what? It's it's a loaf. <laughs> Crap. All right. Well, I think I learned that. You've really taken it down. Yeah. I get into an argument with my Australian friend, Dale, a lot because she uh, is Australian and the concept of pies is very different. Oh. But I am adamant about, like, I'm not a very argumentative person except with her. And I'm just like, no, it's uh, uh, pies are sweet. Oh, interesting. I'm an American. Uh, mm-hmm. A pie is with apple. <laughs> yeah, meat pies are big uh, outside of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like I defend my concept of pies more than I defend a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. That don't really merit a lot of defense. I'll put it that way. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll defend stuff like I think human rights are important and yeah, everything. Yeah, sure, sure. But, but like, outside of that. Like quibble stuff. Yeah. Where Except someone's for pies. Like, yeah, like jumble is dumb or like I hate crosswords. I'll be like, whatever. I This conversation, there's so much hostility in the world. I don't need to contribute it. There pies are savory. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I like usually when people get like really hung up on small things, I'm like, God, that's like a real waste to hate. Yeah. To get angry over. But there are certain things that I'm like, I think it's when people really hate cats. I get mad. That's a good one. Just because I'm like, well, then I know what I need to know about you, which is yeah. that you need to be liked without any work put in. That's, I don't, something I really like about, I have a, my cat, Oliver, mm-hmm. Oliver Queen is his full name. Nice. And I didn't decide it, <laughs> just to show you how awesome he is as a cat. Um, he uh, is, was rescued, mm-hmm. like from a back alley. Mm-hmm. And I, he was my first cat I've ever had in my entire life. I didn't know how to like properly introduce him to humans mm-hmm. and stuff. So he doesn't like humans, except mm-hmm. for me. And, he, um, uh, he is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Like he spends a lot of time just sitting outside and stuff like that. And he doesn't like to cuddle. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. And you know how like there's a whole thing of like cats think that you're just a big cat or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. He, he's like, no, you're a human. Like I know. Oh. That. And if I'm petting him and I get close, he's like, no, don't do that. Because mm-hmm. you could hurt me. I don't yeah. know you. Yeah. And so I really like that. And I really like that about him as an animal where I'm mm-hmm. just like, you're just an animal and I'm like a human that's a different animal and we get to live together. This is mm-hmm. really cool. It's, um, and I've had, I had a dog growing up, mm-hmm. but it is a thing where people are just like, no, dogs are great because they just like, don't even think and they just like run up to you and do stuff. I'm like, I, you're saying a lot about yourself that I'm yeah. not sure I like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. Like, I, 
I totally agree. I grew up with dogs. And I like dogs mm-hmm. just fine. I think they're pleasant. I like yeah. being around them. I like petting them. I like I had them my whole life. I I get it. I get yeah. why people like them. But there is something about like one of my cats. One of my cats is pretty dog like. She'll like if she hears you coming up the steps, she'll like be waiting and she'll like That's amazing. Come and, like, yeah. really be social. The other one is a secret nice cat uh-huh. who is terrified of all new people except when I did Percast, uh she just was like laying on her back on the couch in between us. Wow. Like getting her tummy rubbed. And I was like, what is going on? Just like this in is love very with Sarah. rare. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but she like doesn't like anybody but me. Mm-hmm. And um she is though like she's always been in contact with humans because she was from she was like a I think she was maybe I don't want to say she was a bottle baby. I don't think that's true. But she was like in a pound when she was okay. very small. Uh-huh. So like there are things like she won't ever eh, she's bitten me a couple times. But she won't like like, you know, she doesn't I can, you know, yank on her legs and stuff and she'll just be like, ah! Right. It's not like one of those things where it's like, whoa, we got a wild cat here. Yeah. Which like I except I still like those kinds of cats. Yeah. Like anytime I see a cat, I'm like, <gasps> Yeah. And they're I, like, living their life. And that's the thing too. The, something that you said really resonated with me. Uh, which is when you were like you're an animal and like I get to live with you. That's so cool. I think that all the time with my cats. I'm like, oh, I get to like, I don't know, like share this space with you. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, although I do like try to make them cuddle on me. Right. Of course. <laughs> like, of course. Please come to me. Um, but it is like that's something like, I don't know. It's like when a cat like loves you, it's because they're choosing to. Yeah. Which I like. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I, think, I agree. Yeah. It's a cool thing. It like I don't know. It means a little bit more, especially because like dogs have been trained for so long to do that, and cats have been domesticated in such a different way because yeah. they're barely domesticated. They're just there to they kill coexist. Mice yeah, yeah. In they, your house, yeah. They kill. I mean, mine mostly just kill bugs <laughs> and eat bugs all day. That's all they do. That's great. Um, yeah, they like love when a fly gets in the house. Do you? Uh, are are you a Disneyland person? I love Disneyland, and I love that the cats live there. Okay, great. <laughs> If you are listening and you've never been to Disneyland or you don't know what we're referring to, um, in Disneyland, they have a bunch of cats that are like Disneyland cats that just oh. take care of any um, problems they mm-hmm. have that mm-hmm. cats could tend to. Mm-hmm. And so they just, as you're on the trolley and it's like, you know, it'll stay open till midnight tonight. Have a magical time. And you look to your left at the Bugs Life kind of like fake leaf <laughs> stuff that they have over the fence. You will see just like cats laying about. Yeah. And it's. I mean, it is really, it's a fun delight when you catch a glimpse of a Disneyland cat. And sometimes they'll be like in the park, in the park. Yeah. And like if you, they're usually not keen to be pet a bunch, yeah. but I have had one smell my hand, which I was very excited <sighs> That's about. That's amazing. It was very cool. It was not interested in anything further, but it did smell my hand. Great. Enough where I like felt the like <laughs> of its little nose. <laughs> Ships in the night. Just yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, well, we've sufficiently gotten off course. We talked <laughs> desserts and cats and Disneyland. Um, do you have any final thoughts on this book, Omar? I am watching the newest season of uh, Twin Peaks currently. And I have to say, I understand the newest season of Twin Peaks more than I understand this book. It is interesting. And this is something that Lindsay and I have discovered a lot, mm-hmm. which is oftentimes we will find that we understand the book less after talking about it. Yeah. 
Because so many questions. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like when you asked me where the photograph was, I was like, I don't know. Right. Right. Um, yeah, this book was confusing. <laughs> I I liked it, though. Like, I mean, for in the vein of the Goosebumps books we've covered so far, I liked it maybe the most uh-huh. out of all of them. Um, I don't know if I would say I enjoyed it more than Last Vampire even uh, that we just did. Right. But uh, it was a fun read. I appreciate your theory that this was just a concussion and that the like like the flash at the end was them kind of bringing him back. Mm-hmm. Like it was a concussive dream. Yeah. Because it only makes sense because they talk so stiltedly mm-hmm. once he hits his head. And they're like, yes. whoa, you cracked the floor. Is your head harder than the floor? Or And it's just like, this kind of weird, repetitive. Yeah, and also, doesn't it feel really dreamy? Like he's like, like, is the school that labyrinthine? Like because it feels like you know when you're in a dream and you're like, oh, I guess I'm over here now. Yeah, right. It's like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. How did I do stuff? Um, and also, like, time moves really quickly. Where it's like yeah. suddenly it's a week later, I'm in a classroom. We haven't hung out with the mom, which you would think that last few days we yes. spent time with the mom, so we got to know the mom. But all we have is like remembering to remember about the mom, which it's, happens a lot in dreams where you're like, yep. oh yeah, I have to do this thing. Oh no, but I have to like do this. Yep. Oh. And also like no one has like a lot going on. They're like, I'm a joke person or I'm just doing this thing. Right, right. And also like that makes the monochrome children, their decision to stay much more sense. Because in right. dreams, things like that happen all the time. Yeah. Where they're just like, I don't want to. And you're like, okay, bye. And it's kind of like when your brain is like, it's time to wake up. You know, like in a dream. Yes. Like you gotta go. And you kind of like linger for a bit. And it's like this weird thing where it's like, no, but let's go to the airport. It's like, but we have no flight. It's like, no, I've got the tickets. Let's go. And then you and get like, to okay. there and then suddenly you wake up and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You know what? Now that we've established that this is just like a dream sequence. Yeah. Great. I feel great. What a great piece of literature. I am glad that we did uh explore the ins and outs of multidimensional <laughs> travel though i i am happy we did that <laughs> we narrowed that down also i kind of like the pet theory that uh the principal and mr chameleon are in cahoots i like that i love that because how amazing is it i i can't get over the imagery of her up. in that fucking outfit at the middle school dance amazing she was gonna crown herself like queen of the dance yep it's oh like my. a carry thing but as if carrie was in charge of everything yes Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, guest co-hosting with me, Thank you for having me. This was such a blast. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Sure. Uh, If you'd like to communicate with me and send me any of your theories about a specific book, you can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter, as well as Omar Najam Film on Instagram. I, depending on when this goes up, uh, check Uh, out. Next week. Okay, great. Well, we'll be in the thick of 13 Days, 13 Shorts, which is a festival that I get to run, which is really fun. It's the last 13 days of October. Each get a theme relating to autumn or Halloween, and people make art inspired by those. It's not like contest or anything. People just do it for the fun of it. So those are going up on 13days13shorts.tumblr.com. So go check Yay. that out if you want to just get in the Halloween spirit. Always get in the Halloween spirit, guys. It's just always just jump in the Halloween spirit. Uh, and then I have the wonderful pleasure of co-hosting a Buffy podcast with Chris Vermonte and then also James Brent Isaacs for our Angel episodes where we go down to Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, because we are Buffy podcast, sister podcasts. Yeah. Podcasties. Uh, and that's the Sunnydale study group, which you can check out on iTunes or on Libsyn, or you can just check out SSG podcast on Twitter. Nice. So, and a similar thing where it's like, people are just like, but don't, aren't there a lot of Buffy podcasts? It's like, yeah, all we do is we talk about 
high school and college. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's a jumping off point. Yeah, exactly. It's like this episode was about depression. Let's talk about that. This episode was about buying cars. Let's talk about buying yep. cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's like the best way to do it. Right. Because then otherwise AV club is doing it better than you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not you don't need we don't have any more information than you can get out yeah. of Dusted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be quite frank. Um, awesome. So guys, check some of that out if you uh loved what you heard, which I know you did, because Omar is great. <laughs> um speaking of Halloween, we uh Lindsay and I really bit the bullet for you guys, and we're releasing an extra episode on Halloween Day. Both of us read Halloween Night One and Two by Arl Stein. We did not like those books, so you're welcome. Um, so you can catch that on Halloween. And then after that, we will be talking Jay's Journal, the boy version of Go Ask Alice. And we'll be discussing that with the Doughboys, so, uh, which is our fellow Feral Audio podcast. So make sure to check that out. Um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Uh, and uh, keep it creepy. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. Find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. Shoot us an email at teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And to share your teen and at work creep-related stories, you can leave us a message now at 747-333-6995. For our rating schedule, go to teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy.